peace be with you in Jesus' name. As he promised, we now celebrate the gift of the Holy Spirit. On this day, we celebrate as the day of Pentecost. We celebrate the gift of the Spirit who brings the life-giving, eternal things of God into our lives. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, send from highest heaven the radiance of your light. Come, Father of the poor. Come, giver of all good gifts. Come, light of every heart, of comforters the best. Dear guest of every soul, refreshment ever sweet, in our labor's rest, coolness in our heart, comfort in our grief. O most blessed light, fill the inmost hearts of your faithful ones. Without your holy presence, all is dark, nothing free from sin. And what is soiled, cleanse, what is dry, refresh, what is wounded, heal. What is rigid, bend, what is frozen, warm, guide what goes astray. Give your faithful ones who in you confide sevenfold hallowing. Give goodness its reward. Give journey safe through death. Give joy that has no end. That's a seventh century prayer. We make our confession to our God. When the people heard that the promised Holy Spirit had been poured out, they were cut to the heart and said, What shall we do? Repent and be baptized, Peter said, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. Most merciful God, we confess that without you we are in the darkness of sin. Cleanse us and refresh us from the dryness and lifelessness of our spirits. Thaw our frozen hearts. Bend our inflexible will and foolish pride to your way. Guide us who are so apt to stray and be lost. Fill us, Holy Spirit. Forgive us, Lord Jesus. Gift us, Heavenly Father. The promise of God is that in Jesus there is full and free forgiveness. Receive the promised forgiveness with joy to those who hope in Jesus Christ. God gives the power to become children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. And thanks be to God. And come, Holy Spirit. And let us pray. O oh God, send us the Holy Spirit. 
who enriches us with the word of God, who opens our minds to hear the language of your love, that we may live in God's eternal grace through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As we celebrate Pentecost, we turn to God's sacred word. Now, from the book of Genesis, chapter 11, beginning at verse 1, the world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, Come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. And they used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. And then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we'll be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. The Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language they begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth, and they stopped building the city. That's why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. From the New Testament book of Acts, chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, the gift of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontius and Asia, Phyresia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya near Cyrene, Visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongue. 
Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, Oh, they've just had too much wine. But then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last days. God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel is according to St. John, the 14th chapter, beginning at verse 23. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them and will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I've spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say I'm going away and I'm coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I've told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. This is the gospel of the Lord. Mm, praise to you, O Christ.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. What does it take to make a home? A good home is built with care and wisdom, not just lumber and tools. A great home is furnished with more than furniture and appliances. It needs to be filled with spirit. Jesus was thinking about what it takes to make a home. If anyone loves me, he said, my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Jesus is talking about more than pots and pans and pictures of family. He wants to fill your home with the love of his creative father and the counseling advocate and guide, our friend, the Holy Spirit. Jesus, it seems, could hear the comforting sounds of home in the voice of his heavenly Father, in the Spirit's joyous comfort. He could hear them. These were his eternal companions in God's house. And Jesus promised that the homes of those who loved him would soon be filled with this same joyous language of love from heaven. As promised, these sounds soon came, just as Jesus had promised when he returned to heaven in glory and ascended to on high, he would send the Spirit. The disciples were all together when suddenly the whole house was filled with a sound like the blowing of a violent wind. It was the Spirit of the living God, ready to speak the language of love. The ever-burning Spirit of God inspired Jesus' disciples to suddenly be able to speak the many different languages of all the various people in Jerusalem. But more than just language, they could speak of God's wonders. They could speak of the things that really make a home. The Spirit of God that had been for all eternity quietly sustaining everything, now spoke clearly. The Spirit has words, words that bring a bigger perspective, words that beckon a greater reality, words that invoke a deeper mystery. But most beautiful of all, the Spirit brought the plain and simple and honest words in which the character and the personality of Jesus came alive. 
The spirit was like a torch of light that had been handed down from heaven. The spirit could speak of God's greatest hopes and his most earnest wish for us. That we would have a spirit like his son, that we would have kindness and patience, goodness and humility, gentleness and modesty, purity, wisdom, and understanding. The Spirit could put it into words. This is the living water of God sent from heaven to nourish us and grow us in the things of God. The Spirit could put into words what I think we all want in some very deep place within us. A way to honor God, a way to love God, a way to express God. Peter and the other disciples, they had been with Jesus. So I imagine they could recognize the personality and the spirit of Jesus, his character, in the words they now shared by the Spirit. They could hear his voice and how he could just make them feel at home anywhere they were. And in the voice of this spirit, there was something old, there was something ancient, something holy and sacred. This was the same voice that had spoken through the prophets for thousands of years. This voice had always counseled mortal men to fear God and love him above all else. And now, this spirit sent from God in his heavens was alive in the world, blowing like a great wind, touching them like fire. Here is the spirit Jesus promised, the counselor, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things, and he'll remind you of everything I've said to you. Well, being with Jesus, they had kind of already met the Holy Spirit. Remember? When Mary asked the angel Gabriel how she could possibly give birth to the Son of the Most High God, the angel Gabriel told her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Well, Jesus was flesh and blood. He was a man, but he was also made by the Holy Spirit. And then, well, there was the day Jesus had showed up 
at the Jordan River. And he wanted to be baptized by John the crazy man Baptist. And as Jesus was being baptized, heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son in whom I love. You I am well pleased. It was the Heavenly Father. It was the Holy Spirit. And Jesus was blessed with the Spirit to walk through this world in the way of God's peace. Oh, yes. This spirit felt like something familiar when it came on the disciples like tongues of fire. Jesus had always talked to them about listening for the voice of God. He had talked about them and them being like, sheep with a shepherd. And he said, the sheep, they know the voice of the shepherd and they learn to trust absolutely that voice. And Jesus was saying, well, the Holy Spirit, he's the same voice. You will recognize and trust his guiding friendship, his leadership taking you to safe pasture. Well, so often Jesus would bless them and wish them peace. Something profound was going on. It wasn't just a simple greeting. Jesus knew this peace of God would be very important. We need this peace, don't we? so that we can just be still, not be distracted by the babbling voices of nonsense around us. We need God's peace so that we can hear the Spirit, hear God's priorities and the values that are from heaven itself. The Son of the Living God did everything he could to put us at peace. His holy sacrifice on the cross puts us at peace truly. We are forgiven. The past is put to rest, and we can be at peace in each present moment. God is with us just as we really are. And then, in Jesus' resurrection, victory. His triumph is complete. It's beyond our greatest imagination. He conquered death. And truly, now we know. We can listen for his voice in the darkness and in the light. Our God lives in the spirit of Jesus, God sends us a helper and friend. The spirit is a living presence. The Holy Spirit from heaven itself can be called to us with the most needed prayers. 
what should I do? Or you might ask with curiosity, God, what does this mean? Speaking to God, hoping for compassion and grace, you could ask, how do I love? How do I make a home? In such a world as we live now, we're inspired to ask, how can we find patience and kindness, humility, gentleness, modesty, and purity? We dare to hope and dream, and then we ask, can there be joy and peace and grace? And God responds to our prayer. We hear him say, all this I have spoken while still with you. And now your helper and friend, the Holy Spirit, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. After the blowing wind, and after the tongues of fire, the man named Peter, who had spent his life as a fisherman until he met Jesus, now Peter sounds like a man who's been born again, doesn't he? Peter declares that the time is now. The Spirit of God lives, he says, and the Eternal One now speaks. And, well, so it is for us now. This is our day. This is our time to grow in the living and Holy Spirit. Today, you and I can call to God's Spirit to come to us and answer our prayer. Almighty One, make your home with us good and faithful God. Live with us. Speak with us that we may know patience and kindness, goodness, humility, gentleness, modesty, and purity. Teach us to fear and honor you. Speak to us your blessing of peace now and forever. May we be so blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail, or you could go to our website and give to the church online. Thank you. Bless you. Together, let us pray the litany of the Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. O Christ, hear us. O Christ, graciously hear us. Holy Trinity, three persons in one God, have mercy upon us. Holy Spirit, proceeding from the Father and the Son, have mercy upon us. Holy Spirit, co-equal with the Father and the Son, have mercy upon us. Holy Spirit, promise of the Father, most loving and most bounteous, have mercy upon us. Gift of the Most High God, Ray of heavenly light, author of all good, source of living water, ever-burning love, spirit of wisdom and understanding, have mercy upon us. Spirit of counsel and might, spirit of knowledge and devotion, spirit of the fear of the Lord, have mercy upon us. Spirit of sorrow and repentance, Spirit of grace and prayer, spirit of charity, peace, and joy, have mercy upon us. Spirit of patience, kindness, and goodness, spirit of humility, gentleness, and faith, spirit of modesty, purity, and chastity, have mercy upon us. Who in the beginning moved over the face of the waters, by whose inspiration holy writers of old spoke, have mercy upon us. Who wonderfully cooperated in the miraculous conception of the Son of God, who descended on him at his baptism, who on the day of Pentecost came on the apostles in the likeness of tongues of fire, by whom we also are born again, who lives in our hearts, who governs the church, who fills the whole world, have mercy upon us. We pray that you hear us, O Lord, that you would give us the grace of all virtues, that you would cause us to persevere in righteousness, that you would be our everlasting reward. We pray that you hear us, O Lord. O Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, pour out your Holy Spirit on us. O Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, send down your Holy Spirit on us. O Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, grant us your Holy Spirit. O Christ, hear us. 
O Christ, graciously hear us. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within us. Amen. O God, we ask your blessing for those who especially need your care, and we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. O God, hear us and bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you that Jesus has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. For the life-giving presence of Jesus our Lord, we give you thanks and praise. For the glorious hope of the resurrection, we give you thanks and praise. For the opportunity to bless one another with joy by the Spirit, we give you thanks and praise. And the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.